0: Welcome, everybody, to episode eight of The Rebellion. I'm your host, Tyson Smith, and today we have an amazing guest. He is somebody who I absolutely uh, look up to. He is jacked, tan, he's got tattoos, and he's absolutely crushing in real estate. Everybody, today we have Ryan Overcash. Welcome.
1: Thank you, brother. Appreciate the intro. Um, Amazing to be here. Glad to be here. Watch your podcast. I told Daniel um, before I got on here, I'm all, dude, I got to get on here because this guy brings the energy. When I'm around someone else like yourself, it has the energy. It just brings out the best of me. So super excited to be on here, and uh, thank you for inviting me.
0: Well, absolutely likewise. I mean, so we initially, it was, it was interesting because last time we talked was before, was at the bar before the um, wholesale show yes. thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, dude, I absolutely, like, that's one thing I love about these events is being around people with, like, the same kind of energy who are really excited, who attack life, who are totally after it, where it totally makes a world of difference than when you hang around, like, like, you ever been in like, in like a waiting room or something like that and you're just surrounded by people and you can just feel like the energy being sucked out oh of you? Yeah. It's like yes. depressing.
1: Absolutely, bro. I had a, um, I, have, I have a really good friend, not going to name, fr- not I can say any names, but haven't really hung out with him that much. Last, say, two years, just been in the in the fight. Kind of like what you were talking about before we jumped on here yeah. as far as it's it's grind season right now, right? Mm-hmm. So recently I went over just to go hang out. And speaking of energy suck, when I went there, I didn't realize like what, people talk about like when they don't have major aspirations of what they're going after and uh-huh. they just gossip yes and i i couldn't believe it i'd never felt so um out of place sitting there i didn't even really stay long i watched part of the game you know how to do what i had to do and then then i bailed out of there um but that really to- that really spoke to me right there in that moment of who you want to surround yourself how that affects your energy right your your frequency how you vibrate um and then i just thought the you know you with what you just said there, that was a perfect moment to bring that up and talk well, about that.
0: No, it, it, it's such a good point because uh, I was talking to uh, Temp about this um, last week is like, when you do find yourself and you have these crazy aspirations like we do, especially when we're building businesses, um, there are some people who they maybe, you know, you used to be very good friends with that it's not the same anymore because exactly like you said, what they talk about. Like sometimes it's like, when I look back, you know, I used to love, you know, hanging out with my buddies, drinking and talking about funny stories from the past and things like that. Right. And now I absolutely reject all of that. It's like, dude, I do not want to talk about the past. I mean, yes, that's all fun, good times we had, but I'm trying to look forward. I'm trying to talk about what it is I'm going to do and what we're you know going to be working on. Um, I'm trying to talk about ideas, not memories.
1: Right. Right. I got That's, that's the old version of me. I think that's kind of what you're saying, yes. right? That's the old version of me. Again, it happened. I love it, but that's not paying me anything. It's not paying me any dividends, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be the money, but it's not helping me providing any part of value in my life other than lessons learned, right? Lessons learned, experience. Okay, take that into the forefront right now and let's just not repeat that. Absolutely. Let's do some
0: better stuff. Absolutely. So, Ryan, will you tell everybody kind of what you're working on right now?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. So, everyone... um, Right now, working on a multitude of projects, trying to figure out what's really gonna work right now, what we can put on on the side. But uh, we are big on JV, so joint ventureship. We help people nationwide move deals. Not only uh, move deals, my partner, Max Jimenez, is good, which you know, Max. He's amazing uh, at negotiation and sales. So uh, people who are having trouble locking up deals at the right price to move it in today's market. We can help you with that. So if you're needing help again, locking up deals or even moving them in today's market, we have a program we can help you out with. There's a link in my bio on IG at Real Ryan Overcash. Make sure you check that out. Um, on the on the other aspect, uh, right now, I don't know if you're aware of this, Tyson. I'm, I'm doing a wholesale intensive mm-hmm. five-week uh, course right now, just helping individuals who are, are basically coming over into this, into this industry from another industry and don't know where to start. Okay. Right, and a lot of people. uh, I don't know if you ran into this, but when I tried to start, I didn't. I couldn't find the help. There wasn't IG. YouTube wasn't really big around then, so I just ran into a lot of walls. I didn't know what to do. I had all the energy, but you know, you needed some guidance. I needed some guidance. Yes. Right. So that's really what's motivated me to do my wholesaling uh, intensive. So thank you for all the people who joined that and who follow me on that. Uh, Anyone who needs help with stuff like that with wholesaling, getting in the business. Again, I can help with that. So um, don't want to talk too much about no, I, all these programs that we got I going on. I do want to hear more about okay. this because, look,
0: okay. uh, Ryan makes an excellent point. Back when you got started, there wasn't Instagram. There wasn't all these places where you can learn. Now, today, there is, and there's information everywhere. Yeah. The problem is, is that people have learned that you can make a lot of money teaching people how to do this. Mm. And they don't necessarily know how to do it themselves, where you top to bottom know this business, you know how to do it well, and you do it at an extremely high level. So you're absolutely someone where if I'm coming on the scene, I want to learn from a guy like you. So, um, Ryan, you. you said before, if, if they are interested, well, first, walk me through what is the five week wholesaling intensive going to be?
1: Yeah, so five weeks, basically um, from the very beginning, I'm getting people again who don't understand the difference between sellers, buyers, rehabbers, fix and flip, right? Yeah. I mean, really at that level, um, not understanding the the contract part, right? What mm-hmm. type of agreements to use? How do you use them? So we're going all the way from the beginning on as far as how do you find leads with different marketing channels, right? The different ways if you could, whether you have time capital or whether you have money capital, mm-hmm. right? What you can do there, whether you're buying leads, not, uh, door knocking. So I'm taking them through door knocking, driving for dollars. Um, if they want to buy leads they have the money to do that, some sources that I've used that have been successful for myself and, you know, other people like yourself, right? Cause we all talk, we collaborate. And again, mm-hmm. that's the, the power of networking is you get to leverage the network, right? Yes. Along with it. Um, so then I brought in some, some, um, what am I trying to hear, say here? Just some guest speakers. Like, this week was Max. So, week two was negotiations. Okay. So, obviously, I brought in, you know, the best Max Jimenez for negotiations. Uh, next week, we have Corey Geary for Novation Nation. Amazing. So, again, right, we're talking about people who are doing uh, deals right now mm-hmm. in today's market and not just doing deals, doing pretty well. Yeah. Right? And when we are going through what we're going through right now we got a pivot that's the big word everyone uses pivot so i use the, the the cool word these days right i'm a cool <laughs> kid saying pivot um, <laughs> but um you know there's other options right if you can't wholesale maybe innovation is an option yeah right so that's who we got Corey Geary. um after that followed him is mike termini i'm not sure if you're familiar with him because he's new to the social media scene although yep. he's been in the he's old school i call him a dinosaur cash money mike i'm calling you out And that's cash money with a K. You know cash money. Yes.
0: Okay. So he, because I I saw who he was and I actually, I texted him and I was like, hey, do you want to come? Like I was inviting him to, to our, um, our wholesaling program. And he was like, Hey bro. And then I, like, he was like. Nah, like I'm not doing that. Like, thanks, whatever. And I started to look through his profile, and I was like, holy shit! I'm watching him like structure these crazy seller finance deals. Yeah. I was like, I need to learn from this guy. Yes,
1: <laughs> dude, he is a, a genius with yes. that stuff. That is his niche, um, and he he's amazing. We happen to meet him talking again. This is the power of networking and surrounding yourself with amazing people. Max and I went to Wholesaling Live, which and so did Daniel. Daniel's over there. You can't see him off camera. But uh, we all went to uh, San Antonio for Wholesaling Live, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. A live event where actual cold calling was going on and closing deals live at the event which Max was part of the event. That's why I, I ended up going, got invited with Max. He closed two deals, by the way, live. Yeah. Right. That is crazy. Two deals live. But anyways, this is where we met Cash Money Mike. There was a group of guys, Tony uh, Tony Mont, Tony Monteblano, Cash Money Mike, Eric Klein, uh, Seamus Goss, um, Sonia Ray. These are all, again, uh, really high-level s- people, high people that – I've, I've heard of and I've known of and I've maybe waved to but never have really spoken to. So that was mm-hmm. finally a, a time that I got to connect with all of them and get to know them on a, on a personal level, which was awesome. And yeah. that's where we made the real connection with Mike. And he actually flew out to see me the night that we talked at uh, Wholesale Sharks. Oh, I My, didn't realize that. Yeah, I he was local. No, no, he's in uh, North Carolina. I oh, don't no remember way. if it's Raleigh or Charlotte, one of those two. My bad if I don't remember Cash Money.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, dude. So he uh, he flew out, man. Just that's again the type of guy he is, type of friend he is, right? You make that connection, provide value to each other, and he was here um, for one night just show support. It's one. Obviously, I'm I'm a little nervous. That was my first speaking gig. Yeah. You know, I get uh, I get nervous doing these things, but. Um, I want to win and so I put myself in a position to win regardless of, of how I feel
0: So I, I talked about this uh, in one of my first episodes. There's this amazing quote um, it's long-winded, but it's about being the man in the arena Ooh. and um, Basically, it talks about you know, you you have all these people who are watching You know, they will scoff at, at the man in the arena when he when he falters or any of these things But nothing matters in the guy who's actually putting himself through it. So I compare that to like mm-hmm stepping on and being on these kinds of things, doing a podcast or speaking on stage where it's a crazy fucking rush, you know, like it, it's, you get super nervous beforehand and it's, it's a lot of pressure to go out there and perform. And even though it's something where you have all this, you know, latent value that you need to give these people who are, who are coming to these events to learn and, but you put yourself through it and go out there and do it. Yeah. And um, I kind of love it now. I'm to the point where I'm sort of like chasing that rush, but um. I think it is an amazing thing, and that is where you know there's no there's no growth in comfort. No. So you got to step outside your comfort zone and go out there and go perform and do those things right. because that's what's gonna you know shape you into the person that you need to be.
1: Yeah, check this out. You probably wouldn't believe this, Tyson. This morning, I get up, you know, do my morning thing. And I'm going to th- I'm getting ready to go to the gym, and I think about this, and I go, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing how can I get out of this like that thought goes through your head yeah. but it's not a real thought I just I catch it because I'm aware of it yep. now. back in the day this would have stopped me I would have you know freaked out right this is part of the growth that's why we're talking about growing and being aware so I thought of that like when that thought went through my head I just smiled yeah. like, oh, Ryan you're so funny you're going to go and you're going to have a a great experience.
0: Absolutely. Well, you know what? That's such a great point is that um, I think people feel like, um, especially with social media and they see all these people and they talk, like people like me, I'm always talking about, bro, just shut the fuck up and do things, (laughs) go out and do it. But even everybody, you have these thoughts where it's like, oh shit, like I don't want to do that. And that is scary. And these things like I talked about on my story the other day, I had an intrusive thought where I was like, dude, the new call of duty came out and I was like, I don't really want to go to the office today. I'd rather like just fucking post up at home. I've been working really hard. Like right. I've been bus masked all weekend. I worked through the weekend. Mom, you know, poor me. Yeah, I was like, Let's just take this Monday off and play call of duty. Right. But exactly like you said is I caught it and I was realized I was like, that's just my bitch voice talking to me. There you go. And you know what? We all have a bitch voice, mm-hmm. but it's just whether you know how to tell that bitch voice to shut the fuck up, take a back seat and you're going to go do the shit that you need to do.
1: hundred percent,
0: bro. But, that, but it takes time to, mm-hmm. to learn. And the first step is being able to recognize it.
1: Yep, 100%, 100% dude. I love that. And, you know, to go just with me and, and my my journey, when I wouldn't, when, I'm sorry, when I would listen to that bitch voice, right, when it would, I would fail and, and, and not um, fight through it, I would look back because I'm a performer. I want to I do good. I do have those aspirations. So at the end of the night, I'm thinking back like, oh, man, I didn't go to the gym today because I didn't feel like it. I ate that crappy meal because I was lazy and I should have been making those calls at five o'clock. But at four o'clock I was like, nah, I mailed it in cause I'm going to go hard tomorrow. That hurts. And that pisses me off so much. The pain of that mm-hmm. is worse than the pain of just pushing through it.
0: Absolutely. But
1: like you said, it takes time of burning yourself on the stove, so to speak. Yes. And then you're like, okay, that sucks. That's burning me too much. It's costing my family too much. It's costing me too much. However you need to categorize that to mean something to you until you just stop doing it
0: because you know it's not getting you anywhere. Well, you have to make a choice. Do I want to suffer now or later? And suffering later is always worse. Yep.
1: Oh, man. That's that's a good point. I haven't heard that in a long time. That's awesome. And that's a, a really good point. A friend, uh, um, sorry to keep, to keep going, but I Don't just thought you brought up a good spot there. A guy we work with, again, won't call out names, was like, well, hey, what if you never get there? Right? Like, I could break this all the way down, but, you know, you already know what I'm trying to say. And I look at him, I'm like, do you think you're going to get better along the way? Do you think you're going to improve along the way? And you're, you're, you're going to have a mind shift and different things are going to come. In your direction, because of your mindset, what you're going after, do you not think those are possibilities, even if you don't hit whatever goal, you know, that that is? And, you know, that spoke to him a little bit, but it was just different to hear from a younger person of what if you don't make it? Again, not a growth
0: mindset. Well, here's another thing. What is making it? Because I've realized that as I'm Mm -hmm. kind of on this journey and I'm climbing the mountain and there's always a peak, right? And you know that, okay, that's what I'm searching for. But as you start to get up there, you start to notice other peaks. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you start going there. You're never going to fucking make it. No. That's not the idea. Never finished. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're always going. You're always chasing something because that's the fun things in life. Yep. Like, is the the journey of going and and falling in love with that process, like, that's where it's at. It's not getting to the end. Like, for me, like, here's an here's analogy I like to use a lot, is one of my peaks right now is buying a Lamborghini. It's something I've always wanted. And I'm working right now to be able to get one. And the person I am becoming to become the person who can afford to drive a Lamborghini is a million times fucking better than that car will ever be. I, I get that. You know what I I'm saying? I love
1: that. And that's where a lot of people don't make that connection. And who knows? You may get to the point of where you go buy that cash and you're like, eh, that's not important yeah. to me anymore. I'm don't on to something honest. else, right? Yeah." And that's the importance of like what you were saying is, um, again, if you don't make it, there's other things that come along the way yes. that you're not aware of unless you're taking that journey. And that's the mm-hmm. part that I'm trying to help people understand is you got to go take that journey Absolutely. to find out wherever that peak is going to be for you. Yeah, well, you and, and here's
0: another thing. You can say, oh, what if I don't make it? Well, I'll tell you what. If you don't try, then the answer is you will 100% not fucking make yep. it. The, we already know the answer if you're not willing to try.
1: And this is the best it's ever going to be is how it is right now. Because yep. you're getting older, things are going to get more competitive, things are going to cost more money. Dude, <laughs> the uh, best it is is right now.
0: I love that. That's such a good point. Um, it remind, What's that saying? It's like the best time to plant a tree was 50 years ago. Yep. The second best time is right the fuck now. Go get after it. I love it. Right now is the best time it's ever going to be. Yep. The world isn't going to get any easier. Something's not going to fall in. Just go get fucking going. Go do it. I love that.
1: Yeah, Fell forward.
0: Yes. Right. Um, so Ryan something I wanted to ask you about is you I've always really admired you know how to move a deal you know how to make the connections find the right buyer for a deal Uh, I saw a really interesting video about a deal you had uh, I can't remember if you'd blasted it out but weren't getting any action and then you just started getting into the trenches looking at what had sold around and you know started making connections can you kind of walk me through your process of, of how you Take a deal from. All right, we just got this locked up. How are we gonna get this sold?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And again, everything's you know a little little different, but for the for the main part, um, we have we have some resources that we use. Some people have it, some people don't. But you can still do the same thing. So I will walk down both both places because we have Investor Lift all right? mm-hmm. Cartel Mode, which is the highest um, uh, version of it, which just allows us to reach a lot of
0: people. It's it's kind of a. Uh, I say it's like steroids for dispo. Yes,
1: I like that. That's a good one. I'll go with that one, especially because we work out right there. So, yeah, <laughs> so it's steroids for dispo. Now, back before the market shifted, again, I'm sure you you were right in there, um, I could list it on InvestorLift, send out an email and a text blast, and there is a buy now button, mm-hmm. which meaning – it's more expensive than the actual purchase price, but you bypass all the the competitiveness. It's just boom. That means you get it. Mm-hmm. Reason I'm saying this is back before the the bump or you know the burst, whatever you want to call it. Uh, people were buying properties without me having to call or yep. reach out to them. They were hitting the buy now button, bypassing the line, so they didn't get in the bidding war, and and they were paying over our ask. Oh, I right? I remember those yes, times. It was that nice. W- that was fun. All right, so that stopped. Yes. And for a minute.
0: It was like overnight, too. Yes, it, it was overnight. It was yep.
1: absolutely overnight. And I think, man, for a good four to six weeks, I was like, what is happening? Couldn't quite get my our minds wrapped around it, help. Everyone's reaching out. Um. So, anyways, what's changed is, one, we are comping a lot more conservatively, which yes. we can get into that and in another subject, but we're more conservative on our comping, one. I do text blast and email blast, but that's just where it gets started. Mm -hmm. Now I'm calling all those people. I just text blast and email blast to make sure they got my email. Yep. Right. And I try to, I try to, um, when I get in touch with them, I try to set a little bit of urgency as far as I'm going to be blasting it out to more people tomorrow. Yeah. Before I do that, this is your best shot to get it before you're competing with a thousand other people. Right. I say that a little bit more constructively, but that's what I'm No, you're building urgency to the buyer. Hey, I, I
0: got this smoking deal. Let's make a move.
1: Yep absolutely 100 percent um now if you don't have investor lift i still do this locally because i do have like contacts in my phone or people who i normally talk to like mm-hmm. like you right people i talk to on a normal basis i have those on my phone and so i'll use another uh texting platform it's just sms text magic sorry um generic uh, text message it says new deal alert on south pueblo lane uh asking 250 text p- text back immediately if interested so sometimes I get some people to actually raise their hand off of that. But even if not, that's my excuse to call them. Yes. Right? So I'm doing all this in the morning uh, between 9 and 11. Now I'm reaching out between 2 and 4 or 2 and 5. Okay. Did you get my text? Did you get that? Would you like it?
0: So, so that's so interesting. Forth. So your days are structured. Like, it sounds like you have a very structured day. Ha- do you
1: have to be? Because we're really lean right now. We're looking to, yes. to add people and to, and to find talent. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Well, so who are, wh- wh- yes.
0: who who are you looking for? So I would like to. W- I
1: want to teach someone uh, hands-on Dispo, exactly okay. my process right now. So I'll work with them, teach them how to run it, and then they can they can help with that. Cause there's other things that like we're talking about projects that Max and I are working on to build out projects. And those projects are moving a little bit slower than we like because I'm still in the trenches, as okay. you mentioned, dispoing, I'm dispoing. To so this.
0: you know what's really interesting? I, I believe that there is no better way to seriously learn real estate than working as a dispositions manager for a wholesaler. Yeah. So if you are interested in wow. learning really the ins and out of a real estate deal and you want to get exposure to high level be high-level people who are purchasing properties in cash... Build your network of cash buyers and really learn how a deal works. This sounds like an amazing opportunity. And if somebody was interested in that position, what would be the best way for them to reach you? Yes,
1: me directly on IG at Real Ryan Overcash. Just DM me. I will reach out. That's one of the best things about me is I do respond and reach out. Um, so if this is you, if this speaks to you, if if it somewhat interests you, let me know. Reach out. Let's talk.
0: You know what's interesting is I always had the biggest problem with hiring. Until I started to build a social media following, and now mm. it's the easiest thing in the world for me.
1: Cause it, they a, come to
0: you. Every well, every sing- pretty much every single person in my office, um, besides two. One, she's been with us forever, and then the other was um, came from like a um, one of our other uh, one of our other team members. His girlfriend knew it. It was like a mutual connection. But all the rest, all came from TikTok and Instagram, from um. like seeing my videos and being like, Hey, that seems really cool. I would really like to learn that.
1: Dude, that is amazing. I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of my challenges. And behind the scenes, I was talking to Temp right before we started about how he does that, how he finds you know the talent. Because mm-hmm. we're talking about here, the the content house, where, we're, where yeah. we're doing this at and how that all came to be. And same thing he was basically saying, just echoed echoed what you just basically said. So I got to start leveraging my, my Instagram a little bit more. Well, 100%. Media.
0: Because, I mean, people that, that are on there and they see you, like – they're they obviously following and they're looking at you because they enjoy you. So obviously, like, if the oppor- opportunity presents itself, they're going to be all gonna jump all over I that. And yeah, those man. are going to be some of your, your, your best people that you want to have on your team. You yeah. people who are motivated to be there because they already connect with you. They already, you know, like what you stand for and all these different things. Yeah, I already
1: kind of have a sense of who you are. And again, like what, right, like you're just saying, what your expectations are. So it probably starts a
0: little bit quicker with so a, a good relationship. Absolutely. Appreciate you bringing that
1: up, man. I'm learning a lot today with <laughs> you being here. This
0: well, hey, I mean, it, it was seriously game-changing for me because I was doing this stuff before. I'm posting on, like, Indeed and, and LinkedIn and those – Listen to this. Well, I'll tell you what. I actually want to give you a different you story. You just brought
1: back story. But yeah, keep going. You're good. I want to give you a different story <laughs> because th- th- it's
0: not all It's not all magical people that are that are coming on. So, I mean, obviously, like, my personality uh, on social media and TikTok Live, like, I, I naturally attract, like, a lot of, like, frat boys and that kind of thing. Okay. And I had this kid who who was super excited, and he, he was super, like, uh, intense on following up. And so I immediately, th- I liked that. Yeah. Because I was like, out, okay, right? this is going to be a good sales guy. Yeah. Like, if, if he's already following up with me like this, I get on a call with him, and he is wearing head-to-toe Full Send merch, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with what that is. No, I,
1: that's why I had the
0: face. I'm old. What is that? So it's like, um, <laughs> it's this group of guys that, like, vlog. I don't even know how to explain Full Send. It's like... um steve will do it i don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, basically it's like this Google drinking this, this drinking like frat boy party culture kind of stuff and the, the kids weren't full head-to-toe full send send merch and during the entire interview he's sitting there fucking vaping and i'm like and this is a time like when i vaped and stuff I was like i don't give a shit but i'm like bro what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> like, i know that uh, you know like i'm obviously very casual and stuff like that but
1: Dude. Can't, yeah, you can't be vaping it and killing it in live, bro. That, that yeah. doesn't happen.
0: Although I would tell you, if I like got on a call with somebody and they were like doing something, like they were like smoking a cigar or something, I think that could be pretty cool. Oh, that'd be dope. That'd be dope I, that might give a you podcast. some points. Yeah. 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 Well, be dope. they were actually talking. Um, I- here at the studio, we got there's this little area, outside area right here. You guys, get that. We can have some cigars on the podcast. Ooh, that would go hard. That'd
1: be dope. Nice little round table discussion. there. Yeah.
0: So, um, Ryan, one of the, the real big reasons why I want to have you come on, something I'm super big on, and it's something I was talking to Devin earlier, is I think that as a business owner, you have to master your health first. Mm. And here's why. I believe that mastering your health and your fitness is kind of the, the foundation for your discipline. Because once you can control what kind of foods you're putting in your body and you can control your own body to get up and go to the gym and work out, Then after that, because those things are 100% in your control. There's nobody else who can force you to eat shitty food Mm -hmm. or force you to go to the gym. It's all 100% on on you. Now, once you introduce building a business, there are a lot of other things you're going to have to force yourself to do. But here in this realm, there are people who can fuck your shit up. Outside forces who can mess it up. So it's a whole other challenge. So you obviously are, if you guys, I mean, so we're both wearing hoodies right now, but when you go follow him on Instagram at real Ryan Overcash, you're going to see super fit guy. And how old are you?
1: 42, brother.
0: 42 years old, looking fucking jacked, looking like he's in his twenties.
1: Appreciate it, man. Thank so,
0: you. so kind of walk me through, you know, how you got introduced into fitness and, and how that's kind of benefited your life.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. So I agree with you. Um, it's, it's, uh, building that discipline you can take from that and take it into your business life, right? Mm-hmm. Once you accomplish that discipline you're forcing yourself to eat a certain way forcing yourself to go to the gym not really forcing but you're 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 well, making it, yourself right? at
0: first when you're building the habit you're yeah. forcing yeah now eventually once it's there now we just yeah we, like it's part of our life part of
1: your life right it's just, it's just well, your like lifestyle. you said if
0: you don't work out like for me if i don't work out on the day that i'm supposed to i'm gonna think about that it's gonna mm. fester and eat at yes. me you know yes
1: <laughs> i'm less confident when i don't work oh, out absolutely. it's crazy i mean yes yeah. i know you get it but some people on the side don't understand that and another thing people don't understand a little bit too, and I know we got into it for, because we do. I like the big. I know you like being big, I'm, I'm muscular as well. But I'm so glad that there's other benefits from it that I wasn't even aware of, because I got hey, look, into it. It's because climbing.
0: Because it's climbing the mountain, and that's the peak. Yes. And you you want to be big and strong, but then all of a sudden you realize there's all these other it's things. Yes.
1: There yep. you go again. See, going right back to that analogy. I love that, Tyson. I love how you bring that up. So. Um, anyways, to answer your question. How this how this happened to me? It's kind of funny. I've always been athlete. Always been pretty good in sports. Um, um, you know, kind of always played at the older crowd, all stars. You know, all conference, all that stuff. Okay. Right. So uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I was with the seniors in weight. It was first hour high school weight class. Okay. But I played sports with all these guys. So like I was on the traveling teams with them. Mm. So now it's the first time we ever been in the gym together, and they're doing 225 repping. I can barely get one plate. I'm a freshman. I weigh like 155 pounds. One plate on each side is 135. Mm-hmm. I think I repped it twice. And I was so embarrassed because these guys have never, like i never been in the gym with these guys. We grew up playing ball. I could right. hang with them in the court, on the field, wherever you want to talk about. But now we're in the gym. We're starting to grow, right? People are going mm-hmm. through um, growth spurts and puberty and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And I was like, I was made fun of a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm one of those guys that go, okay, okay. Like it doesn't break me. At challenges motivates me. you. That motivates me. Mm-hmm. And, man, I can't tell you. It was, I, c- I swear to you on everything, it was after the last day of school. We have three months off where I was at back in the day. Um, I rode my bike to a gym. It was Heavy Metal Gym, Kingman, Arizona. All right. Downtown. I remember all this. I couldn't even afford the gym. I would sneak in because the owner was blind. People who <laughs> know this owner know who I'm talking about. He was blind, but he caught me after a few days. Um he, uh, he made me call my mom. Like, he, he was really nice about it. His wife yeah. actually came up and said, hey, we'd like to, you know, can we call your mom and this and that. And I kind of didn't know, but I did know. And they're like, hey, he's sneaking in. Um, we'd like to help you. Put me on a payment plan because I right, didn't have the money. But anyways, I was so focused on going to the gym. I was going to do anything I could to get my butt in that gym because come first day next school season, like, there was, you know, there was, there, there was um, I, I had a score to settle. Yeah, right. I went every day. Everyone to understand this every day. I did not miss one day. I rode my bike, got a ride, figured it out. Almost got a little little, uh, emotional right there just because I went back to that moment. And the first day of school, the very first day of sophomore year, anytime you do a weight class, I don't Mm -hmm. know if if you did the same thing, but you always do your maxes. Right, very beginning to see okay what are you maxing at now then at the end of the year right okay all these people i remember i still to this day remember their names i won't even say their names on here but they were benching 245 the year before at the end of the year mm-hmm. i ended up benching 175 at the end of the year i remember one plate two tens each side yep. right remember first day back in i benched 250 jeez first please, day sophomore? sophomore year 250 built i put on 10 pounds um everyone else that was doing the two forty five, they still could bench like two hundred. I remember they yeah. still were kinda strong, but they were all looking at me like what happened? It was over after that, Tyson.
0: Oh, I bet. I was
1: addicted. Yeah. Everyone looked at me different. Uh Daniel, the guy who's getting, Daniel's my uh, our media guy. He's on the team. I don't know if I'd say my media guy. He's 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 a business owner. Um he always says that, man. What I realize is when you start working out, people look at you in a different way. Oh, and yeah. I remember that's what it was. And I never wanted to go back to being normal. You
0: I'm know saying. what it is? Have you ever heard um David Goggins talking about taking people's souls? Yes. You took their fucking yeah, souls, bro. Bro. bro.
1: Hell yeah, bro. I, I dude, I, I I get off on that. Bro. That's fucking crazy that. though. Okay, yeah. but
0: so if if you guys don't go to the gym, which <laughs> also if you're listening to this and you don't go to the gym, fucking go to the gym. What what's wrong yeah. with you? Work out. But yeah. Challenge but yourself. What the fuck? Anyway, it's just that should be normal. But if you don't like 245 is fucking. So I, when I started lifting, I was pro- I was a sophomore. I was 14 years old and I couldn't even do 135. I couldn't hit 225 until I was 20, 20. Gotcha. I was in college and like I was working out like, you know, so that is amazing to you with all that dedication. Oh, that's the second point for everybody who says, Oh, I, I can't, they have an excuse of why they can't work out. I don't have time. I don't have the money, bro. All of those, any excuse is just you saying you don't want it that bad. Yeah. Ryan said, "Fuck all of that, dude! I'm gonna figure out a way. I'm gonna sneak into the gym." Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't, I don't recommend that part, guys. Don't break the law. I got away with <laughs> it. It's all good. It was back in the day, and it worked out. Um, but that's my journey. That's, that's how I started. Um, I'm just one of those guys. I am competitive yeah. with everything I do. Again, I thank God for, for making me that way. Right? Yeah. Because there's some people that just don't have it, and I don't know how to, how to speak to those people. But um, me neither. Um, I'm very competitive. I got to be better every day. I got to be better or something's wrong.
0: Well, I feel like the, p- the people who are listening to this, they're all going to relate to that. And I think that's an amazing story. I think that, um, it really shows one. That, that's another thing I love about working out is it brings out the competition mm-hmm. in people and it's you versus you for, yeah. the, for the most part. I mean, eventually at first it was you versus those motherfuckers and you had them to, to motivate you and to push you to get in every single day, get stronger, get your bench up. But then eventually it just turns into, how can I lift more than I did last chest day? Yep. Or, you know, what can I do to make myself look better than I did yesterday? Yeah. But it's, I'll tell you what, you'll never go to the gym and afterwards regret doing that. You never dude, say, hundred uh, percent. wish I, I didn't work dude, out. I
1: love that you say that. I swear on everything, Tyson, I've said that to people. Even recently, there's yeah. never been a time where I went and said, oh man, why did I do yeah, that? Yeah, that sucks. Why me. did I do that? <laughs> Right, never.
0: Hey, do you rather suffer now or suffer later? So there you go. Right?
1: right back, full circle,
0: 100 Because here's the thing, dude. I mean, so at, at, that, um, at that event, Wholesale Sharks, I talked a little bit about um, I had to make the very hard decision to look inside myself and realize where was I fucking up. Mm-hmm. Now, doing that is very hard. It's very hard to get introspective and have to call yourself out and have mm-hmm. to look in the mirror and be like, you're being a fucking bitch. Like, why the fuck are you doing that? Why can't you change that? And that's a hard thing to do. But you know what's a lot harder? Is just keep repeating those keep same mistakes there. over and over again, mm. and just keep suffering.
1: Yep, hundred percent. You know, there's a another memory just having in my head, um, just to kind of speak to this, because cause again, it, j- it just if anybody else is is in the similar situation, to, to recognize it. Weekends used to be I was I was uh, before I got in real estate in in a uh, hardcore sales uh, mm-hmm. uh, gig. You know, did well, but you bust your butt Monday through Friday. Weekends you do nothing. Yeah, because you that my thought process was I earned it. I thought that's what, it, that's how I used to think, right? Exactly. You change thinking like Monday through Friday, I worked my time. I made my money. Mm-hmm. I, I get this time. But anyways, that's just the old thought process. I don't think like that anymore. But what happened was one day I was watching TV in my bedroom. That's what I do every weekend. Just watch veg out and watch TV, you know, do other stupid things. And I go, man, I just almost had a, a panic attack. Cause I'm like, how long have I been doing this? How many weeks in a row have I repeated This, And how is this helping me? How is this me getting closer to anything else? My mind started going to whatever I'm watching. They're making money off of me. I'm not making any money right now. Plus, I was self-developing at the same time. So this was a big shift. But I almost had a panic attack. And that's what I was like, no more, man. No more. So I started being intentional with my weekends. And I used to have to. I still have some stuff planned out. Now I just have so much stuff going on. It doesn't matter. But uh, I used to plan out my weekend, like book it on the calendar. And I'd stick to that calendar. Uh, stick to it over the weekend, and every Monday when we go back to the office, whatever it was, I felt so much better.
0: Oh yeah, that because I you don't turn it off. Yes, I didn't. Th- it's it's uh, it's yes. simple. It's inertia. It's mm, objects man. in motion tend to stay in motion. There you go. And once, as soon as you stop, you're halting all the progress. Yep. You know, I had this conversation with Temp. Is that I felt the exact same way. I'm busting my ass all week, and then all of a sudden, by the fucking weekend, I felt like a lion. I was like, I need to fucking let go. And what it was is, I, instead of you know just like vegging out doing that stuff, I had other bad habits. I would go out and fucking party and you know, get mm-hmm. super fucked up. Right? I did that too
1: back. That was a little bit. That was a, that was a, the cycle before. But that.
0: but <laughs> all that's it's the all it is thing. is yeah. is it's hey you're living for the weekend like mm-hmm. you you work so hard and then you just turn it off, where mm-hmm. and then you oh, just God. you stop and then you have to fucking work your way back up again. Whereas it's so much easier when you just keep going. And mm-hmm. as business owners, I feel like th- a lot like. I shouldn't say just business owners, but I feel like it's a lot easier for business owners. Is we start to realize that the weekends and all of that is just fucking made up. Man made, man. You know, I, I saw a video. Um, it, do you know Andrew Tate? Yeah, yeah. So Andrew Tate was talking about. He said, I fucking hate the weekends, dude. The weekends are fucking brokeys, because that's when they're all out Broke and doing piece. shit. When it's like, bro, why why do you why does it matter what fucking day of the D- week it yes. is? Somebody asked me. Somebody swiped up, and because th- I I made some post about my diet, and somebody swiped up, and they're like, well, what do you do on the weekends? And I sent him a voice message. I was like, what the fuck do you mean the weekends, motherfucker? It's just another day. I do the same thing I always yeah. do, bro. Do you do you fucking just cheat on your girlfriend on the weekends? Do you <laughs> cheat on your wife on the weekends? No, I don't cheat on my fucking diet on the weekend, bro.
1: Yeah, see, that's the energy I'm talking about, folks, right there. That gets me going, <laughs> man. I get too much of that, man. We, we'll be going all night long. But I love that, bro. I love the fact that you just jumped in on that, right? To let people know, no, nothing changes. No, nothing changes, right? It's just another day, I, man. The fact that you said that people live for the weekend—that's so depressing to me. It is. Doesn't that hurt now that you're on this no, side of it, it and completely. you're like, man? I just want to help everyone that has that thought of like he could be in such a different. Pro- you don't even have to be doing real estate. You got to find what you're passionate about and apply it and figure out where you can go, go do that and go be you somewhere and not be that person where you really are living for two days out of the week.
0: Fuck that, dude. Oh, dude. That that's the whole point. That's why I called mm. this the rebellion. It's rebelling against that shit yeah. about the
1: that norm. life. Mm-hmm.
0: Because all lies, who bro. Let's do that, dude. All lies. Yes.
1: Right? Like the 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 one I kind of brought up earlier but you you were alluding to it as well. 40-hour work week. Yep. What? You know what I mean? I heard this on uh, on one of one of our shows, uh, Leo, I I can never pronounce his last name right. Starts with a B. Leo said this and i love it and i'm gonna try to get this right if you want to make six figures say goodbye to your weekends if you want to make seven figures right be in the millions say goodbye of monday say goodbye of month of monday to friday yeah right like we get that i understand what that means Mm -hmm. right and then one more thing just to kind of go with this because a lot of people say well you got to rest because i hear a lot of a lot about that from me because i get up so early i do rest you got to build the rest in there absolutely it's all about being disciplined that allows you to get the adequate amount of rest that allows me to wake up and do what I got to do in the morning. I don't go to bed at midnight and wake up at three every
0: day. Yes. <laughs> That's not what I'm doing. Well, also, I think people get this like misconception that I wake up at 6 a.m. and then it's just work, 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 work until I go to bed at like 9.30, 10. Mm. That's not what it is. Mm. It's just you don't realize is that while I'm at the gym, I'm also working. I'm doing stuff like that. But then also, it's not like when I'm at the office, I'm just fucking ahead of the grindstone the entire time. I'm also taking that time to have conversations and do stuff I enjoy. But the, but the reason I'm able to do that is because I've built my whole life around this. The people that are in my office, I fucking enjoy hanging out with. They are there because of that. Like, not only are they, like, amazing people, are they dedicated, are they driven, are they great team members, but they also are people I enjoy hanging around. So when I'm at the office, it's not like work to me. It's like I'm going to the fucking... Some people like to go to the club to hang out with their friends. I go to the office to hang out with mine. That's awesome, bro. You've built a life around it. And now this doesn't happen overnight. It's not like one day you're going to decide, okay, hey, look, I'm ready to change my life, and you're going to have your office with your your Mm -hmm. team. You have to work for these things. But um, Very very good point, dude. Well, and once you get past that, it's like, now, yes, I do have days. Like, for instance, um, like Sunday is my day that I just hang out with my girl, and that's what we're doing. Like, and I, I don't fucking work or I don't do anything. Like, no, like that's yeah. my day. And I have that. You earned it. But it's not like it's because it's the weekend or because it's Sunday. It's because that's just how our schedules work out. where on that day. We, we both can take that time and, and, and do these things. hundred percent. But, um, you know what? It's something I want to come back to is that the most important thing before you're able to get all of this is you need to have clarity on what it is you want in your life. Wow. If you're seeking stability and you like, to just kind of like have a task that is your job and you do it for a certain amount of time whatever and you just enjoy going to the movies and the ball game on the weekend or whatever it is bro no power to you or more, more power yeah. to you that's fine yeah if that's what you enjoy get after that do uh, that
1: no issue with that we ain't talking crap about you no yeah.
0: look that's so here, here's the thing though that's not for fucking me mm-hmm. I, I detest that, but I believe in everybody's ability to do what they want, and if that's what you want, go after it. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not going to tell you, right? But also, I mean, I said this to Temp, too. Um, bees don't spend any time convincing flies that honey is better than shit. I and guess. once you do find something that you are passionate about and that you can strive for, then all of a sudden you realize that working and shit, that... It's not work anymore like that is just y- you start to get into this state where you're not fucking watching the clock you're just focused on building and getting to that next level 100 percent and that once you get there, that's the most beautiful thing.
1: yeah absolutely self so the energy and, and go back kind of to what you said like people who you know just want to go do their own thing like you're saying more power to them those people though that complain yeah that's when I get that's when I'm a little like okay I don't like that
0: part right? absolutely like that's cut, cut the fucking shit and change yeah, it. exactly.
1: Exactly. So I wanted us to get back to that point. So anyways, um, I forgot what what we were just saying there.
0: Well, I mean, we're just talking about, look, everybody has their own decisions of the way they want to live life. But I love that you brought up just don't choose to complain about the life you've selected. Exactly. Because your life is exactly, look, you right now, everybody who's listening, everybody, us sitting here right now, we are a collection of every single decision we've made. And every single decision we've ever made in our entire life has led us to this exact moment.
1: Uh, Our daily behaviors and put mm-hmm. us right where we are right now.
0: That's what you are. You're a collection mm-hmm. of your daily behaviors, mm-hmm. which are your daily habits. And so, you know what? Um, I've started, I've been listening to this book, and I can relate it to this right now. It's As a Man Thinketh. Okay, I've heard of that. Well, it's fucking insane, it Ryan. Good? You have to listen to it, Ooh. or you have to read it. It's fucking crazy. It's like 45 minutes long. And then every single sentence, it's so poetic, and normally, like, I don't fucking like that shit. I just want to be able to clearly understand it. But everything is, like, so beautifully written, and it was written in 1902, but one part of it is they, they talks talk and they say that we like your thoughts are going to crystallize into a habit. So if you're constantly um, thinking like, oh like I deserve more, um, I deserve more money for this job, like my boss isn't paying me enough, and you're constantly thinking that it's going to crystallize in this habit of you like dejecting your work, not being a good employee, and then that's going to cause you to be unhappy. Um, My thoughts are constantly on, like, I'm expecting the best to happen to me at all times. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just, I believe that life is conspiring in my favor. Everything happens for a reason, and it's to get me forward to where I want to go.
1: And that's taking time, though, to get there, right? Oh, yeah. It's not like that happened
0: overnight, Mm -hmm. but it's just been conscious about being positive about my thoughts. Being aware. About thinking that, look, every, one, I don't waste a good crisis, if something bad happens to me, I'm going to use that to motivate me. I'm going to, you know, yeah. if, if p- people are making fun of me because I can't lift as much weight as them, I'm going to use that to go forward. Which also, I, that kind of reminds me of the story of the reason why I got in the gym is when I was in high school, I had fucking titties. Like, I had, like, bitch tits. Really? Yeah. And uh, I didn't like that. you like, like, you've
1: always been a monster to me, bro. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah, I, I wish I could not.
0: show you some pictures, bro. I was a little pudgy fat kid. Okay. Like, not, like, super fat, but, oh, dude, I was doughy, yeah. you know? And uh, people made fun of me. And I didn't like that. Now, here's why I think that a little bit of bullying is a good thing because that motivated me to change. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I don't want that anymore. How do I get rid of this? And my parents are like, well, you should probably uh, fucking work out. Okay, yeah. And I started working out, and that built a habit.
1: You fell in love with it.
0: Absolutely, Mm -hmm. I did. Because guess what? I realized that I'm the master of my own destiny. And if I don't like something about my life, I have the full ability to go change it.
1: Yep. You changed it. Uh, proof of
0: concept right yes. I don't know if I said that term
1: right no but exactly you see it and then you
0: you want more of it and this is possible in all realms of your life you don't like how much money you make go figure out ways to go make more money there's 100%. a we get the internet motherfucker there's a million different ways you can find out how to do it these days it's
1: I can't believe how many options there are to make money absolutely all these uh, meetups we go to or these you know seminars we go to I'm like wait you can make money doing that are you kidding me like there's all these different ways that you can become
0: pretty wealthy well I seriously believe that like between a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars a year is super achievable to literally everybody using only free available on the internet like making between a uh, and 200 grand so between like that 10 to 20k a month yep. which I believe at that point you are chilling like you will be able to live a really good life 10 to 20k a month yep and that will take care of pretty much everybody's needs. Everything after that, you're just chasing luxury shit. Yep. right? You want to go on the vacations, drive the cars, do that shit. And still, even in that, you can still do a lot of it.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: But, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. I think that anybody can get to that level strictly based on free information on YouTube. 100%. Right now, I could go. I could learn how to wholesale. I could learn how to start a marketing agency. I could learn how to start a VA agency. I could start learning how to copyright. I can start learning like uh, just right there. I'm just thinking yeah. I just saw four things that you could absolutely go on YouTube, learn for free right now, create an agency and go make 100, 200 grand. A year. Podcasting,
1: social media, all yes. that. that's like well, huge and, in our industry well, And right then now. that
0: just is fucking exponential. Yes. Because once you build a brand, that's my my whole thing. My goal right now is I'm so willing to trade money for um, influence. My whole thing is let's build this. Let's build my brand up. Yep. Because once you have a personal brand, it makes everything else Call so much shots. easier. Yeah, yeah call like, shots after that. Well, there's people like, um, like Bradley was talking, he, you know, he built this company. Um, I'm not sure which company it is. I believe it was his uh, Lightspeed video training thing. Okay. But he built that and that makes a lot of money. It's like a seven, eight figure company. But since he has built this personal following through his Dropping Bombs podcast and he has the Instagram clout and he has, you know, the TikTok following all this, he's been able to make all these other businesses super easily because he has this built-in customer base. Right. Once you have that, you can go do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. If I decide I want to go start a clothing company, I can do it. I decide I want to start a supplement company, I can go do it. There's so many different avenues. It becomes easier once you establish yourself on the internet.
1: Yes. And that, again, we're going to kind of bring this back again to the part of taking that journey. Yes. And f- You don't know what you're going to run into. You don't know what's going to grasp your attention. You may be doing, like you're saying, the wholesale real estate and then figure out there's a whole other you know, vertical, so to speak. Again, another keyword there that you like better, that speaks to you, that you just take off in and you become the expert.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why, uh, I mean, like, for instance, with wholesaling, dude, wholesaling is a beautiful thing. You can make a fuck ton of money super fast. Like, it's great. It's hard work. It is. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's simple, but you can go out there and do that. But I've realized wholesaling is just something, it's kind of a means to the end for me. It's something that makes money but allows me to do stuff like this. This is what I really enjoy. I like being able to talk to people like you who give me great energy and we can talk and we can help other people. Like that's what brings me a lot of joy is being able to like the DMs I get. of People like, bro, I listen to your podcast and you made me realize like I do need to stop being a bitch. Like why am I not going to the gym? Why am I I still working this thing when I'm interested in this and I can start pursuing that? It's like, yeah, motherfucker, go get it.
1: Yeah. No, I love that, bro. I love that you say that too. And, and again, trying to, not to lose my thoughts here. Um, uh, dang it, I am good about to lose it because I, I wanted to say something on there. But um, yeah, just getting back to, uh, to, to again, to the wholesaling part of, of it opening, it came back to me now, of opening avenues. I tell this to Max quite a bit. Um, and I used to feel guilty about it, but I don't now because I'm aware of it. And what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I enjoy this, like you're saying, more than real estate. I enjoy the mentoring uh, that I do on the side, and, mm-hmm. and the um, the people I help. That's not even paying me money. Just people are, like you're saying that they reach out to me on, on IG or uh, social media, whatever it is, that have legitimate concern. I reach out, we talk, we make a quick connection, and I help them. I enjoy that way more than I enjoy doing real estate. Yeah. And I used to feel guilty about saying that out loud, but now I I don't. I'm like, no, real estate is the means, like you're saying, that gets me to allows me to do things that I want to do. Even as simple as just being able to – I just did a post on this recently, a story. Uh, taking my daughter to school, uh, I take her three days a week, Monday through Wednesday. I get to take her. Mm-hmm. I take her at my convenience, whereas when I was working a W-2 job, it was like, I have to take you to school? Hurry yeah. up. Get in the car. Like, we're you know hauling we're butt sure. there. It's not a good experience. Get out. Go. I got to get going. now mm-hmm. it's like, hey – you know, we're talking on the way, we stop, I'll, I'll, you know, get our coffee on the way. It's just a lot different. Those things, walking my dog in the morning with, again, knowing that I can walk as long as I want, you, right. mean, you know, I don't. But point being is real estate allows me to do that. And that has nothing to do with money
0: It's at completely all. changed the two experiences that are, are the experience, which is essentially congruent in each situation, but it's completely changed because of all these other factors in your life that aren't these, these other fucking energy forces that are pulling you yeah, different ways. energy suckers, right? Energy right.
1: vampires is, I think, uh, what's yes. the name John says. Yeah. I think his last name right now.
0: Well, um, the way uh, Temp put it, which, uh, if you guys haven't, uh, Templeton Walker has an amazing podcast called uh, Heart Melter. Uh, go check out episode 10 with me. But um, he put it, he's like, dude, I already have these birds in the oven. They're cooking. They're making money. I'm not going to fucking pull them out. And it's like, yeah, the wholesaling thing, I'm still going to you know keep doing that. But... It has been a means that's opened up so much more to me yeah. because now it has given me the freedom to go chase these other things and look. But here's the big caveat is you can't start chasing all these other things while you're starting to build the wholesale. Yeah. You need to make that Gotta make master. money. Yep. <laughs> make that make money. And then you can, oh, you find out along the way you're interested in creative finance. Then you can go use their wholesaling funds to go fund your creative finance deals. Or you can go fix and flip or own Airbnbs or whatever it is you find you're interested in later. But yeah,
1: no, I've been part of a business that chased all the shiny objects. Uh, yeah. We can do this, we can do this, and we didn't master any of them, and yeah. it all imploded. But it all happened for a reason. That's why I'm at where I'm at now. But, yeah, um, yeah dude, that, that that can definitely happen. you got to master, just like Tyson said, master what you're doing, become an expert, make sure that it's making money. Does your bank account prove right, mm-hmm. that that business is successful? And if it does, then move on
0: to the next yep. one. So I want to ask you because I'm super jealous. You gotta talk to me about these tattoos. <laughs> right I, on, I, have said I like. So I have. I just have two two tattoos, and I want. I love sleeves and shit. Like I mm. want to be just like neck down. Yeah, you're like me. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think I think it looks so cool. Uh, can you kind of talk to me about some of them. Why you got them? Where you got them?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, and I don't really talk about them a lot, so that's funny you bring that up. Um, going back to a child, young, young, young child, my. My dad, uh, his, his uncles, my uncles, mm-hmm. they were, uh, anyway, small town, in Arizona. Uh, we were like the only Mexicans in the family, <laughs> the whole town This is going back to the eighties. And so they were like the guys I looked up to, like, they were like the, you know, um, my, my gangster uncles so to speak, you know, they weren't gangbangers by any means, but they were, yeah, the right, yeah, they had the tattoos, they drove the Harleys and they had the beards. My dad had none of that. My dad had zero tattoos, didn't yeah. do any Harleys. Um, I think he had a beard every so often, off and on. But my dad was the youngest, so I was always, like, looking up to my older, yeah. un- uh, older uncle. So I just had an affinity and attraction for ink, like, at a young age. So I always knew I was going to get something. And my first tattoo, I was 14 years old. And I got my oh first Oh, really? Tattoo, yeah. Uh, from a guy who just got out of prison. No joke. Um, the, the needle was, like, made from guitar string and a remote control. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got it done in the backyard of someone's house. So anyways, yeah. That's just the beginning of my journey. But to kind of... Uh, just fast forward. I've always liked Dink. Anytime I've I've had an opportunity to get something, I get something, and it always means something to me with my journey, whatever's mm-hmm. going on. But um, we'll talk about my hands. I guess uh, That's because that sticks out quite a bit. Um, over here is a lotus blossom. The reason <laughs> I got that one, uh. I'm 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 gonna let let people in here a little on a little insight, not to get too deep. But um, uh, part of my journey was getting myself in trouble. Um, you know, it was a learning lesson. It changed my life. It was the best thing that ever ever happened to me you don't know that when you're going through it you're like dude why did I get in trouble why did I get arrested um so anyways uh got arrested had to do a little bit of time um had to deal with felonies and the lotus blossom I was listening to a song one day and um was uh, from out the mud and lotus blossom can grow it's resilient that was the word that stuck out to me it's resilient it can grow in mud it can grow without sunlight and I was in a really dark spot in my life at that moment because I haven't gotten haven't you know, served my time yet? I was on my way to doing it. Um, I was really low because again, I lost everything, lost my um, you know lost family, so to speak, for a little bit. Freedom, um, career, everything was wiped away. This is before I got into real estate. Mm-hmm. That's actually what kind of helped me get into real estate. So that's where the lotus blossom came. Again, there's a whole five other episodes I could talk about <laughs> right with getting in trouble and what that did. Um, on this side over here, this is more of the the my Aztec uh, heritage. Um, for a lack of a better term, the symbol here on my hand is like the, the Aztec version of the yin and yang just to be kind of the basic version. But what it really helps remind me, and I've learned this after, you know, getting in trouble and on my self-development journey is never get too high, never get too low. Absolutely. So it is a constant reminder because I am naturally, I'm naturally an emotional person. Like I want to all the time. Yeah. And I can cry at the drop of a dime um, watching a cartoon. I mean, I'm... I'm emotional, so I always got to keep that in check, and these are these are my reminders.
0: So. I love it, dude. Yeah, that's that's
1: my story behind my hands. There.
0: So I kind of mentioned earlier, never waste a good crisis, like that you've already embodied right there. You mm-hmm. had something that most, or not most, but a lot of people are gonna waste a good they're crisis. Done. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if something happens, they get in trouble, they need to go away. Then they're just gonna take oh. that and they realize that's who I am. Yep, You know, and they'll go down that path. Mm-hmm. But. You, like Lotus Blossom, I'm going to fucking grow in the mud. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly what I did, man. Like, How do you think you're able to do that? Like, wh- how are you able to change gears and realize that, look, I'm not going to let this define who I am. I'm going to take it to the next level. I'm going to grow from this.
1: You know, this, this may sound weird, may sound crazy, because I am trying to think of that, right? Why? I think it comes back to just my childhood of, like, I, I grew up poor. Yeah. And I feel like I had something to prove, and... The trouble would have proved everyone else right. I oh, that, uh, yeah, of course. That's where he would have ended up, just like his family, right? In jail, locked up, going to be this the everyday guy. Um, that, well, I was like, oh, hell no. I am not. I am not, right? I, I some Sometimes the noise can crush people, right? Sometimes yeah. Not with me. I am that guy that says bring it because I need to feel that. I'm not letting it happen. So that's that was a big piece of it right there, and it kind of s- with it, before I went in, my oldest daughter was 14, I think, at the time. She's 21 now. Um, I was honest with her. Yeah. I said, hey, watch this. I looked her in the eye, and I said, this is what I did. This is what's happening. I'm telling you because we're at the bottom right now, and you're going to watch me climb to the top. And so I told her that, like, I think, you know, Definitely before I went in, but like right after whatever went down happened, right? I told her that, mm-hmm. right? We talked about it. And so that was an accountability of, I have something to prove to my daughter of what, just what a great, I really did think of this. This is crazy at the time. What a gift this is going to be. And that's how I looked at it, bro. I looked at it because I was already in it. You're getting out of mm-hmm. it. There ain't no, you're, you're in trouble, bro. You're arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Your freedom is gone. When you go to bed, when you wake up, when you eat, when you talk, um, everything, Yeah. It's gone, bro. And so there was no choice. And again, like you're saying, you could fold. How painful is that? To me, that's painful. That's the most painful.
0: That's suffering now. It's suffering for eternity. There
1: you go. See, again, the theme of this talk right here, Mm. right? Like, no, I'm not going to. No, that was way more painful. I'm going to win. I'm going to fight. And I have people to fight for, not just myself, but for
0: my daughters and my wife. Well, holy fucking shit, man. (laughs) Give me some right here. Dude, if you you are never fucking doubt this man, Ryan Overcash, because if you do, bro. It sounds like if Yeah, you'll
1: get me to the next yeah, level. Exactly. Please yeah. doubt me. I like the hate. Bring the
0: hate. Dude, that's that's <laughs> another thing I love, bro. I mean, especially with social media, we get mm-hmm. a lot of fucking oh, you get yeah. people talking shit. Mm-hmm. Now, the vast majority of people I get is all love, right? Yeah. Things absolutely. like that. But I still also get these clowns who come in and, and they talk shit and all this, whatever. Now, here's the thing is I've kinda grown to love it. Like it like yeah. if I get, it's just at a point where like it washes over me, you know? But also if I have time, like if I'm sitting there, I'm taking a shit and I'm on Instagram and I see like I've got some comments, bro, I'll sit there and They'll I'll fucking an Oh eye yeah, eye. dude. Think Smiling on the other end while,
1: while they're getting all riled oh, up. Oh, huh? dude,
0: that's what I mean, I'm just going to try to do. It. I'm going to poke the bear. I'm going <laughs> to be like, bro, you're some dude. Like, you saw my video, and for some reason it pissed you off, and it's probably because I'm an asshole, and I'm telling you, hey, you need to start doing better because that's what my page is all about. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, fucking I, – I want to bring out the best in people, and if you're in a place where, you know, you're not really ready to have that come out of you, I can see how you would naturally be adversely affected by <laughs> what I'm putting Absolutely. out there. But um, do you ever have any problems with that about people, you know, fucking, yeah, yeah. Just keyboard? like you said,
1: it's, I'm honestly surprised I don't get more. Yeah. I, I expected more just because of everything I hear. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I told you before we jumped on here, I'm starting to get better at being a little bit more comfortable and being my, cause I'm, you know, a little conservative on what I say. So yeah. Daniel had me do, um, you probably saw one of them was, was again, the ripped in my forties one. Yeah. Right. Like that wasn't comfortable for me to do as much as that crazy. That is yeah. so I'm like, I'm going to get so much hate on this. Daniel's like, no, we got to do it. You got to get some people talking. I got so much love on that. I bet. I was surprised. I was really pleasantly surprised. I did have the hater. This is where the story's coming. Mm. And he was like, you're not ripped. <laughs> That's what he said. And he's like, my dad, so he really said that I showed Daniel and Max's, my dad's in his fifties. He's way more ripped than <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept coming like telling me what my body fat was. you're probably like at eight or nine percent body fat, Ripped is three. Oh my God, well, okay. he just kept coming. I was laughing and uh, you know, I raised some of the stuff I was saying to him, but I did say, you know, I pointed out things like, hey, I appreciate it, thank you, what else you know what else And mm-hmm. then eventually I said, hey, do you know you what's really funny? I, I felt like this is me poking yeah. him a little bit. You're the only negative comment out of all the comments. What do you think yeah. that says about you? And that was the last thing that I said. I well, it at that. What dude, do you think I mean that, that, that says that about
0: you? That's the thing, dude. These people, uh, you know, I, I don't know what they're going through or what it is, but it's it's just a reflection of themselves. Yeah. It's some inward thing like um, where, you know, they got to take it out on somebody else, and that might make them feel better. Yeah. And it's like, whatever. I mean, I'm a bad motherfucker. I don't really care what you have to say.
1: 100%. You know what my hope is, though? Because you, I, this is what I, I believe. I try to believe the best in people. You poked them. Mm-hmm. Right, they got pissed off. Even though they're pissed off and they said what they said to you, it's gonna marinate on their mind, and maybe down the road, what you did say and how you did poke them is actually gonna be the reason they go and do something. Absolutely, better. and that's I truly believe that, man. That's yeah. why I love that you do that stuff. And that's why I need to do more of it.
0: Well, dude, I mean, th- that's one thing that we we were having a conversation before is it is not easy to put yourself out there and make these videos. Like, dude, I post three videos every single day. On my fucking page, no matter what day it is, uh, there's three fucking videos coming out, and that is three opportunities for me my, to embarrass myself <laughs> to do all the. Now yeah. it's also three opportunities. Now, here, here's what I want to get into: Ooh. is h- how do you want to see it? Yeah. Is it three opportunities to embarrass yourself, or is it three sure. opportunities for you to help somebody? Yes. For to, for your content to come out there in a sea of useless bullshit and fucking memes, for your content to go out there and spark a fire in somebody, or motivate them, or you know have them teach them something new. Whatever it may yeah. be.
1: That's your growth mindset. Again, it just shows you being you, right? You're like, okay, um, how do I look at this? Uh, no, I'm going to reach people that, that I, I need to reach. I'm going to help influence people. I'm going to help improve people's life. Yeah. Whether they know it or not, I'm going to go do it. And that's where, you're, that's where you go with your mind. That's what you stay on your thoughts, right? Your, 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 your thoughts. You're talking about the power of thoughts. Not the fact of, oh, um, I could be a target. I'm going to yeah. fall on my face. Whatever that may be, that doesn't even matter. Right. And I I love that we can do that because I know at some point in my life, there was a point where I'd be like, oh, you're not posting that about me today. Like, no, I I swear on everything. There was a point in my life. Absolutely. No, I was running from that.
0: No, me too, man. It's terrifying. But the world, the world is going to be the way you see it. (laughs) If you go out there and you think that people are going to be fucking mean and they're going to make fun of you, it's just going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. When all of a sudden you do get that comment, you're going to say, look, see, I knew it. But instead, if you expect people to see the best, then you're that is what is gonna happen. It's with all uh, dude, I'm telling you, you gotta read this this that uh, fucking book. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. You are gonna love it. It talks all about that. About that if if you go out and you just expect the worst in people, then all you're gonna notice is the worst. But if you just go out and I expect people to be friendly and to be nice, that is what I'm gonna notice. And then that is how life is gonna be for me. Is with Amazing people all around.
1: And the, the frequency, the vibration that you vibrate at oh, yeah. when you're aware of that, oh, man, it's amazing. Much higher. And you know when you're not vibrating at that because of what it feels yes. like. You're like,
0: hold on, something's wrong.
1: Yes. I'm, I'm doing something wrong. You start to self-evaluate. Mm-hmm. If you figure got what it is and you get back on track.
0: Yeah. Well, I had that realization exactly of catching myself. I was in the airport and I was also like kind of like running late for my flight and this and I'm kind of pissed off and I was just fucking like looking around at everybody and I had this moment where I was just like you know, kind of like making fun of everybody in my head. Like, look at that I, fat yes. motherfucker. This like, oh, and instead, I was like because I, I caught myself and I even texted my girlfriend. I was like, I just realized that I was being such a negative motherfucker. And it was even only in my head. Yep. I was the only person doing it, but I changed it around and every single person that oh, I man, kind of man. had a mental jab at, I it was like force myself to look at them and see something good Some, in them. Oh, like, dude, that, pr- that guy was probably fucking hilarious. Like, I can so see him with, like, his grandkids, like, cracking jokes or, like, you know, that woman, you know, all these things. Yes. Just, just turning around and reversing those things that I thought.
1: Man, you're an awesome dude, Tyson. <laughs> I, I No, you don't understand. I love that about you. I, like, we need more of that, more people like that instead of what's wrong pointing stuff out. Because I get like that, too. But I know... It's like you, you said earlier, that's a me thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So when
1: I recognize, like, I'm pointing this out about that guy, that girl, I'm like, dude, no. Just like what you said, he's probably loved by so many people. She's probably loved by so many people. Who am I yeah. to even put that negative, disgusting energy out there? No, well, And reject that.
0: Dude, I feel like so much of, of the human experience, it's, it's the same and it's different, but most people go through some of the same shit. You know, eventually, uh, like as, as a man, you're gonna yeah. go through a lot of the same things as other people, where you are gonna get made fun of, and you're also gonna have a group of friends, you're gonna have a great time, or you're gonna fall in love with a woman, and she's gonna break your heart. Like, there's so many yeah, different yeah. things that we all experience. Mm-hmm. We're just in different times, yes. at different, and we know that time is relative, and all these things. So it's just like you're really, when you are making fun of somebody, you're just making fun of yourself. Right. We're all part of the same fucking thing. We're all in this together. Like decide to be radiant. Don't be, yes. you know, don't suck away. I
1: love that, bro. I really love that dude. And again, I'm I just want to reiterate that you never know what people have been through and mm-hmm. what they've been exposed to. Meaning I run into some people that aren't the nicest in the world, but I choose to be how I feel about them and how I react to them. Cause I go, you know what? They may not have had the same experience and yeah. opportunity that I have to be the person that I am today. And people need to realize that you got to realize that about everyone else and don't be so, um, uh, what's that word? Self-righteous. Yes. I like that, man, stop being self-righteous.
0: So, people. so in these earlier episodes, I talked about this this theme of being a main character and not being an NPC, and I talked more about a lot of like the surface level things, like dude, take care of yourself, fucking, you know, like have good hygiene, fucking, work out, get your hair cut, like take care of yourself, yep. and that's part of it. Yep. But another part of it of being a main character is being focused on things like this, of realizing that not everybody is going through the same thing and that you never know what problem somebody's dealing with and to just be a fucking good person. Yes, But exactly you said, when you start doing that, when you start accepting that you are going to be a positive person, you're going to fucking light up no matter what's going on, you start to realize how much you just attract people. Like... Things just happen. People start talking to you. And it's not like you're doing anything differently just than the way you see things. One
1: million percent. M- things, you track things. That is real, mm-hmm. right? 15, 20 years ago, you would have told me this. But Plus, none of this stuff was around to really yes. like look into it. I was like, yeah, right. Right. Freaking guy. Like, I'm going to listen to that rich guy. That, rich guy. that rich guy just gonna <could've> rip <ripped laughs> me off. You know, like, what's wrong with that guy? Now, I'm like, it's happened way too many times. I'm a full mm-hmm. believer of it, so it's not even like you got to convince me anymore. Now, I just go... And a lot of times throughout the day, I got to give grace to God. I'm always like, thank you, God. I know that was from you. Whereas before I'd be like, oh, I got lucky right there. No, you didn't. That was God. Mm -hmm. God was watching out for you right there. And he brought that to you.
0: So something that like my entire life I've always kind of struggled with was like spirituality and this kind of thing. And it wasn't until I really started working on myself that I started to realize like all of these gifts that the universe is constantly providing you.
1: Yeah. You're like, this can't be a coincidence. Dude, I I literally, I
0: I texted my girlfriend. I was like, dude, like, as soon as I decided to have a clear vision and my every single day actions started to align with what that vision was, you know, these visions of building amazing companies, building building a life I want where I'm surrounded by people that I like, that we are all motivating each other to be better, that I'm building the body that I want, I'm being healthy, and I'm taking care of myself. And ever since I started just committing to knowing what, what I wanted out of life, and just started committing to it, and every single day having the actions that backed it up, all of a sudden things just happen for you. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it becomes impossible to lose yeah. once you become clear in your vision and your everyday actions back it up.
1: You're aligned with the world, man. Yeah. You, you really are. Um, I'm with you 100% on that. 100%, bro. Like, I, I couldn't have be, been uh, more excited right now just being around you right now <laughs> in this talk, dude. Like, just to share with people, I. Can't wait to get back to the office, not because I'm rushing out of here, but I'm so energized to go out and help more people and to build the business just because the energy, right? Just because of what we're talking about right here. And we're talking about things that we don't just talk to everyday people about like this, you know, I'm not trying to say here's high level stuff. No, but but It's different, it's different thinking, right? And to be on the same wavelength as somebody else um, to, to have your brain stimulated and think about things that maybe you haven't thought about before or think about in a different realm so energizing you know the vibration that's in this room is amazing again i can't wait like just to to continue to see what we build on how we help each other and then how many people you know actually um benefit from absolutely
0: and and that's that's what i'm focused on right now It's how can i how can we get this out to as many different people because right now man i think there's some scary things going on in the world there's a lot of fear uncertainty and doubt and it starts with you yeah you can be the change that starts to because it's all a ripple effect you help one person. It's not like I became this way because just all by myself, I've had many other people that, that were able to show me the light in this. So if you're listening and you relate to that, remember, you know, how can you spread that on to somebody else? And it's not about like fucking paying for somebody's Starbucks behind you or shit like that. That's fucking performative. That's lame. No, it's being a good person, vibrating at a higher level. So that, one thing I love, dude, Ryan is a person The the things you guys got going on with closers lab, what you're doing with the wholesale intensive, mm-hmm. you're seriously teaching things to people that can legitimately change their lives, right? I had a comment. We talked earlier, I said, you did is out there, you can go make this amount of money. And, and this is like, I'd, I'd say, literally, and I don't think I was clear enough about this, because I expect to do a lot more. But that's like ground zero. Like that's just kind of like the entry level. Like if if there was a job posting, it would say, yeah, the the starting salary is between 100 and 200 grand, yep. depending on you know how much you actually align with it and how how hard you're willing to work for it. But um, r- here's an no, example, dude. You're ready to go do something. Look, he's got a wholesale intensive. You need to you need to up your sales skills. What Max Menes is doing is fucking amazing. Yeah,
1: he's a great
0: guy. Go check him out at Real Ryan Overcash, and that's at R E A L R-Y-A-N-O-V-E-R-C-A-S-H. Wow. First time. Got it. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: just like it sounds. Thank you, brother. All appreciate right. that. At Real Ryan Overcash.
0: Now, if you know of somebody who might benefit from listening to this, I'd really appreciate it if you would click that little fucking thing, the little rectangle with the up arrow. Click that, copy the link, and send it to them right now. Let them know how this can help them. Share it with a friend, share it with a family member, share it with your business partner, whatever it needs to be. Uh, go ahead and like, subscribe. That shit really does help me. I know it's just numbers on the screen, but again, the whole vision here is we want to help as many people as possible. So when you do that, you juice the algorithm. It helps more people see this. Thank you guys so much for listening. Ryan, thank you again for coming on. This has been episode eight of The Rebellion. We'll see you guys next time.
1: Awesome. Thanks, everybody.